Welcome to the very 11th Brightcast episode. It's an ethical one. It is an ethical one. Because it sure is. Today we chat all about ethics in marketing, ethical marketing, ethical marketing campaigns, yep. ethical companies or companies that aren't ethical. We discuss current marketing campaigns that are falling down different sides of the ethical tightrope. But we also look at in the past what we've done, um, how we might change that going forward and just discuss really how it's a sliding scale. So let's get started. Let's jump in. Welcome to the very 11th Brightcast. It's going to be a good episode. And you know something that has 11 things in it? A football team. And right now there's a football tournament going on, which is related to our topic of ethics in marketing. But before we get to it, what have you been up to? I did a studio shoot last week. I think in the last broadcast, I spoke through setting up the studio shoot. Studio yep. shoot complete. We did a few tests on the backdrop. We were going for that infinity white look. Yeah, we got we got our setup honed. Setup was uh, setup was sweet. Setup was really good. And yeah, it went really really well. Not dived into the post production of it yet, so I'm hoping to jinx it as much as possible. Yep. But I don't think anything could make this video not look incredible. Yeah, yeah. challenge accepted. And I'm so confident I'm not backing it up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm Editing not, in cam. Yeah, there's going to be no autosaves in Premiere. Yeah, um, yeah. really confident on this one. It's going to be amazing. Check nice. back next episode yeah. to see if we've lost a client. <laughs> yeah. And just a little update, that was Drew's favourite client he's talking about, so... Uh... Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he's, he's willing client. to put them on the line for a bit of content. That's <laughs> I, good. I know that he listens to these broadcasts, so it's top ten, top ten client. <laughs> that, that that was uh, that was interesting, wasn't it? Because that was the second client who mentioned they've listened to the podcast, and one in particular, I think it was episode five, messaged me and said, "Oh, I'm on episode five, and are we the client you spoke about uh, turning up with like no sleep and ready no, to do this shoot?" <laughs> But what was reassuring was we're, we're, we're super positive on this podcast. So it was actually about how it was great to step in and help them out. So hey, they're also in top 10. <laughs> they are, yeah. Um, yeah, but I think, you know, we don't, we, don't, we don't moan about clients. No. I think we might point out some, you know, some little foibles every yeah. now and again. But the main thing is the clients that we work with consistently yeah. are clients that we like. If yeah. we didn't like yeah. them, we wouldn't work with them consistently. Yeah, we're, and we're delivering on our promise, aren't we? Insights yeah. from inside a visual marketing agency. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Exactly. Client clients are part of it. This week we've been we spoke about a couple of podcasts ago working on the strategy that's come to us. Um, so we've been starting to look at the strategy report for them for next year. Um, also looking at their visual identity. Yeah, uh, We've been working with the design team to sort of enhance their current visual identity, including their logo and basically everything around that, including tone of voice and copy. Yeah. Um, so it's just been really nice to sort of deep dive into their assets and see how we can flip it on its head because they've been playing it quite safe in the market yeah. and they want to stand out. But something interesting with them is... They want to stand out in the market, but their target audiences aren't Gen Z. They aren't these. Yeah, they yeah, aren't yeah. people that you can kind of take, yeah. flip the marketing on its head completely. What I've liked about the process is really challenging 
what their visual identity is. So what yeah. we're going to be presenting to them is quite a change. Yeah. And we have a saying here, which is better by comparison yeah. doesn't mean great yeah, necessarily. Definitely. And it's, you know, it's the Weatherspoon paradox, isn't it? Yeah. You're comparing different Weatherspoons, but you're still in a bloody Weatherspoons, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. You know, you know, the interior is still pretty drab. It's still the same microwavable food. And hey, we love a microwave curry here. Yeah. And curry yeah. club on a... You know, Monday or a Tuesday or a I Wednesday. I mean, it's Tuesday, Stacey. Can we say Curry Club yeah, on a Tuesday? Yeah, well, perfect. So any day with a Y. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so you're comparing Weatherspoons to Weatherspoons and it's, you know, one might be better than the other, but it still doesn't make it a great place. Yeah, definitely. Cool. What have you been on this week? Well, this week I've really been thinking and it's hit home. We just need to hire some new people. I've been out on productions and really I'm... I'm on the marketing side with you and yeah. with the other people overseeing that stuff and I've just been... Within productions, because I've been account managing those things, so it's led and it's been nice, but uh, I've just, yeah, I think we need a production person. So let's put this on the pod, a production person first that can also do a bit of editing. Yep. I also think we need an editing person first that can also do a bit of production because we need some yep. bolster in there. We've got loads in post and we're doing the pod now and loads of other stuff. So we just need some talent to come in. Yeah. Yeah, cool. And I'm going to date this right now. We're obviously chatting away on November the 22nd. So yep. if anybody you know, genuinely is looking or we know people who are looking, get in touch with us. Yeah. You can drop us an email to um, careers at bright, that's bright with two eyes.co.uk, careers at bright with two eyes.co.uk. Yeah, and let us know. We'll also be posting the ads out and stuff. But yeah, we are, we're, we're, we're looking for some people to drum a team. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think going back to your thing of you've been, you've been on lots of production, if it's a byproduct of how we first started. So yeah. there was three of us when we first started and we would all obviously do lots of production stuff. Small teams have to do loads of things. Yeah, definitely. have to wear a lot of hats. And, and it's nice having those soft skills that I can jump into those things to help out, but uh, helping out too much, so... No, yeah. I, I should be on other things. So let's get let's get some talent in here. So yeah, get in touch. Careers at bright2eyes.co.uk. Careers at bright.co.uk. And if you want to know a bit about our values, maybe the main topic will shed a bit of light on that. Yeah. Which is ethics and marketing. Great segue. So I've been thinking about it mainly because Qatar's come up and the, the World Cup. And, you know, there's been lots of conversation around that. Uh, any Any notable bits you want to mention? around Qatar um, I just keep getting fire festival flashbacks yeah. from looking at all of the visitor camp stuff oh yeah yeah 175 yeah. pound a night for yeah. two single beds and a set of drawers yeah with no proper running water I'm pretty sure my, like, my, yeah one of my favorite bits is every morning they get um instant coffee sachets but there's no water yeah. <laughs> amazing <yeah. laughs> so like What's happening there? You just missed a beaning it. You I, just shotgun in the sachet yeah. straight down. I think you're just uh, drug dealing it. You're like rubbing it, rubbing, <laughs> yeah. rubbing it into your gums. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, also, I watched one video where they were like, oh, turns out in the morning, tents get hot. Yeah. <laughs> you're in Qatar. Yeah. You're in a tent. It's going to be really, really hot. Don't worry, yeah. though. They've got fans just to blow around that hot heat. Yeah. Football F fans. <laughs> not, not football fans. <laughs> Yeah, but so some of the marketing campaigns I've seen, so Brewdog was the main one that I saw. Well, sorry, not the main, but the first one I saw. And, you know, it was sponsors of the World F Up or whatever it was. The Brewdog one, yeah, it's just because they tried to they tried to virtue 
signal yeah. loads themselves by saying that they're doing this, they're they're yeah. they're boycotting this World Cup, positioning themselves holier yeah. than thou. Yeah, yeah. But in doing it, obviously straight away the the guy, what's his name, James something, he straight away on his LinkedIn, it was just full of like, yeah, but don't you also yeah. aren't you also going to play all the World yeah. Cup matches at your pubs? Aren't you also supplying alcohol to yeah. these these regions anyway? I d- I don't like it as a marketing tactic anyway to like you know, badmouth other people that are getting involved in in areas you don't agree with. I don't like that tactic. But also, you've got to have some self-awareness that you're going to be putting yourself under a microscope here. I think if you are genuinely untouchable in that, so as if, you know, let's say they let's say they were boycotting it. Yeah. Let's say, let's say they weren't showing all of the matches at yep. their bars. Yeah. Let's say they aren't currently actually supplying alcohol to Qatar. Yeah. Let's say they're not doing all of those things. Then I think you could do that because yeah. you are you are you know if we're looking at like Joe Lysett for instance with, yeah, his, yeah. with his thing that he did with the shredding of ten thousand pounds obviously you know watch his actual video you'll find out what what actually happened with it yeah but if you if you you know watch that he Joe Lysett he he is not in any way supporting Qatar no he's no. not yeah he's not yeah. you know slagging off the World Cup and then doing a tour do it, announcing a yeah, tour exactly. yeah, yeah just mean so he yeah. so he can do that. I think he is able to do that. He's he's at like an ethical, yeah, you know, yeah. standpoint where he can he can say those things. But yeah, I think if you are supplying alcohol to the to the country you're trying to slag off or to the state that you're trying to slag off, you are showing those matches at your yeah. uh, at your bars. I don't think you can then say you're boycotting it. Yeah, it's something that I wrote down and we'll talk about later about a brand that we've actually worked with. But to be ethical and to have ethical marketing campaigns to shout about something you're doing and to come across as an ethical company and that you're doing good in the world, but then your core values and processes are everything against what you're actually promoting. It it, it holds no value. There's no, people will then get more angry at you. Yeah, yeah. Because you're basically deceiving your audience because you're making out you're this good for nature and good force. Yeah. Whereas actually you're just hiding the fact yeah, you're doing yeah. so much shit I, in the I, world. I think as well, Brewdog, like it is so ill judged because they're in the limelight anyway for you yeah. know all, all their employee handling things. It seems like they've done this to try and come across as the good guys. Yeah, to come across like they're they're being amazing and their their culture's great now. And and I think that's why it makes it worse because yeah. it's it's one thing to put out a message where it is a bit of a contradiction and. You know, you might not remember that you sell to Qatar, but you've actually put thousands of pounds into this marketing campaign. Yeah. So it's like, do your due diligence on your own company. Yeah. Is there any ethical marketing campaigns that have stuck in your minds or any ethical brands as such? So I really liked, I know Patagonia made headlines recently with their, like share with their employees and things like that. But before that, they put out a statement which I loved, which was about... So they got quite quickly to carbon neutral by planting trees and things. But they put out a statement to say, and I'm paraphrasing, but it's planting trees to compensate for damaging the environment isn't enough. It's about going back and seeing how you can avoid damaging the environment, basically. And I loved that they were taking that next step to really evaluate that because it's a good thing to still do. And we do it for people who pay invoices early, plant trees. But it is, you can see how it could be exploited to greenwash certain things, you know. Yeah, it's the the version of like millionaires, billionaires taking private jets around, but then donating something to a carbon offsetting charity. 
rather than just yeah. not taking your private jet to somewhere. Honestly, I thought we'd done with Brewdog. That was their bit. That was their big accusation with their leaders. Was it really? Yeah, they oh, do, okay. do loads of carbon neutral stuff and the right. push towards it, but still taking. I private was thinking jets. about Leonardo DiCaprio. Was it? Did he? Did he talk at like one of the big like uh, climate change events? But he took his private jet there. Uh, I might be wrong on the Leo accusation there, but I think it was it was something like that. There was a famous actor went to a climate change event, took a private jet. So, yeah. uh, if I did offend any Leo fans out there, <laughs> catch me if you can. Good joke. Which uh, is a reference to that <laughs> film. Good joke. The private jet to a summit thing is relevant because McDonald's sponsored COP26. Yeah. Was it COP26? COP26, yeah. And they're, you know, not good environmental people traditionally. Before we move on to McDonald's, though, let's go back to the Patag- can Patagonia. I can never pronounce their brand. But they did a campaign recently, which I've got here, and we'll pop the sort of imagery up on the video. Um, but it was a campaign that basically said, don't buy this jacket. But it was around Black Friday and how every retail business used Black Friday to increase sales. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. It's, 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 they're, dis- they're creating discounts to spike sales type thing. Allegedly. But they, they did this campaign to basically say, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do a Black Friday sale. We're not going to increase you to buy things from us for the sake of buying things. Yeah. It's you need to take time and consideration into what you're buying and buy buying a jacket for the reason you need a jacket, you do research into this jacket, it's yeah. going to last you a long time. And they did this um, pledge and it was basically reduce, rewear, reuse, recycle. And it was basically saying a pledge that they're going to do and a pledge that people that buy from them are going to do. Right. Um, so nice. for example, for the repair one, for example, the the pledge they're going to do is repair anything that's broken. So I think if you take, if your jacket breaks, you can take it back to them to get repaired. Yeah. And the pledge from the buyer is you will fix your jacket rather than just Bit getting rid get of it one. and getting yeah, a new one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I, just, I really liked the campaign and it and it fits in with the ethics that they're trying to yeah. trying to have and their values rather yeah. than it just being for the sake of boosting sales. Yeah, because I think their slogan, either definitely then, but it probably still is, is something like the, the, the greenest products are those that already exist. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's like a really, really interesting campaign around that coat. Um, so from one Big Mac to another, shall we finally chat about McDonald's? Yes, we shall. We've done a little bit of work with McDonald's to create some billboards around how they reuse oil for their for yeah. their lorries and how they're ethical in that standpoint. But would you say would work with McDonald's going forward, do you think? I I don't know, to be honest with you. I would love to say... Um, no, we wouldn't because, you know, they definitely are responsible for mass deforestation. Yeah. Just plas- by, plastics just, in the ocean, all that yeah. stuff. And by virtue of them, they need a lot of beef. Biggest contributor towards you know, it. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I I, th- I think the ethical question that we're like delving into right now or t- just today in this broadcast. Yeah. It's so, it's grey, isn't it? Every Everything to yeah, do with ethics yeah. is grey. Yeah. And it's not because we don't understand what is right and what is wrong but it's because everything has a sliding scale yeah yeah early on in the future proof film days we ended up doing a video for a client that we thought was all about making like fun engaging nights out even better like yeah making these yeah. like night outs even better so the gig was to go to uh, a random walkabout in sheffield and yeah side note but this is after a full day's filming in london so yeah. it was a tremendous day of filming very very tired 
drove all the way up to Sheffield and it was filming people playing like kind of like his and hers or like, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Games. Mr. and Mrs. Those kind, of, those kind of games on a night out, wasn't yeah, it? That's yeah. what it was. And that's what we were told. So we yeah. ended up filming it all. And then when we got there, we're like, oh, go and film outside. There's a guy outside like selling stuff. And we're like, okay, cool. And it's all, it's all to do with cigarettes. It's all to do with smoking. And like, I'm anti-smoking. I don't smoke. Yeah. I don't like the idea of smoking just because I have friends. I had friends like growing up and they wanted to get into it because they thought it was dead cool. And we got yeah. into smoking and like, we just got like health issues and stuff now. Yeah. It's just, you know, just don't smoke. That, yeah. that's, that's my standpoint on it. From an ethical point of view, I don't like it. So that was like, not cool suddenly we're like oh yeah. crap but we were it was in our early days and yeah. we rolled with it and we I, did I also it. attitudes can change as well right so in the 60s if you're looking at madman a cigarette marketing advertising campaign would be really sought after you'd yeah. be like oh wow we got the bloody yeah beep yeah. beep beep but i was going to say Lambert it just and suddenly felt a bit sordid didn't it <laughs> it did yeah um but yeah but we didn't do any more work for them so then we decided if if companies like that come to us again it'll be a no yeah but yeah. then you get other companies you know, let's look at, yeah, would you work for Amazon knowing that, you know, in America especially there's lots of like poor working conditions and stuff like that. There's always like sliding scales. Obviously, when we look at like the far end of it, where it's places like Qatar, where the state commits these human rights violations, or then you look at these companies where parts of the company have these bad reps, be it on one side, it's, you know, poor working conditions. Let's yeah. say they're making you take a piss in a can. On the other side, it's child slavery. Yeah. There's all these gray areas. So with the McDonald's thing, it gets super, super gray because at the same yeah. time, I still eat the nuggets. I and, still like yeah. eating the nuggets. And, and that's my point, really, because I don't eat meat for mostly for environmental reasons, but I do contribute to McDonald's because I'll have a McPlant, you know, and I probably shouldn't. And... To answer the question, I probably wouldn't want to do work for them again. If if it came up, you know, we'd have that conversation, I think. And maybe yeah. to the team as well. It's, yeah. pro- it's probably important to bring other people's opinions in as well because, you know, it's, uh, it's a democracy and everyone should have their values and beliefs represented and their input. And yeah. I think that's fine. So, and, and I guess the question is as well, how much of an onus is on us as a marketing agency or for other companies how much of an onus is on them to do their due diligence yeah on a company that they're going to work with i mean qatar's quite easy because it's so public right now but you yeah. know other I, other other companies you might not know or yeah. be aware so yeah. mcdonald's ran a campaign called the reason i asked mcdonald's ran a campaign called map my mcdonald's yeah. And it was basically um, an interactive website, which kind of you can track where the meat was sourced from, what factories it's been to, and basically from start to finish, where your your McDonald's has come from. Yeah. And it's kind of showing um, the ethical standpoint of ethically sourced meat and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and it came from a place of them getting loads of negative reviews in terms of things are cheap. So they expect it to be poor quality and it yeah. have a negative impact from the environment. But from that campaign, they got a 62% increase in loyalty from customers. Right. And it had a, a massive positive impact on, on their brand. But then it comes from a place where we kind of spoke about earlier. Can that hide the bad you're doing? 
Yeah. So even though you're doing good, and I know McDonald's are putting a massive impact on trying to be better. They've made efforts on it, yes, yeah. And, and in all aspects of their business, but there's still a lot more that they can do. Yeah. So when they create campaigns like this, it is good to highlight the good they're doing, but they're still kind of clouding the judgment of all the bad they're still yeah. doing yeah. and not improving on. Yeah, it's one good thing about Qatar being under the spotlight so much is you'd hope that, you know, there's more attention to it so things can happen and be improved. And it's probably what's happened with McDonald's. They had yeah. loads of the, that negative publicity and then they've taken steps to do it. But the cynic is like they got caught. Like yeah. it, it, had that not happened, would they just continue, you know, doing, yeah, I doing I ill? Yeah, I don't think Qatar as a state is going to change its laws because of... Uh any negative marketing around this World Cup. They're getting loads of money yeah. for it and then afterwards it's done, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, th I think there's been some improvements in working conditions and things like that, but yeah. But I d you, know, you don't know, do you? But yeah, staying on McDonald's for a second, talking about the whole grey area, putting it to the team, Yeah. Um, you know, looking at each project from like an ethical standpoint, would we do this work for them? Is it marketing for them? Is it just L&D? is saying just L&D, is that any different? Yeah. Trying to get this kind of like, you yeah. know, real kind of like moral, not superiority, because I don't think it's being, you don't think you're being morally superior by trying to do good. I think you're just being morally yeah. good. I think we need to individually look at each of our moral goodness in relation to McDonald's. And I think I am the most morally good. All right. Explain. Uh, because I took a stand once against McDonald's um, and crashed into one. Yeah. Uh, and I think that was my my muck activism against them. In your defense, though, you said that McDonald's came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that to a guy who came out because this, this did happen. Uh, crash into a Mac is. Uh, oh, to be fair to me, in my defense, I was at a bar all day. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't drinking. I was you were filming. filming. We were you filming. Were filming. So we obviously wasn't drinking. Yeah, I did say, uh, you came out of nowhere and the guy just looked so angry. He yeah, I mean, you had still crashed into his building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when I think of an ethical company, the one that springs to mind quite quickly is Tom's Shoes. Yeah. And they've the been... buy one, give one. They've been ethical for as long as I can remember. Like, I remember when I was 12 and wanted Tom's Shoes and the whole thing was that they was ethically sourced and they did amazing things for charity. Yeah. And they ran a campaign recently. I say recent, I think it was 2015 maybe. Mm -hmm. where people they ask people to post pictures of bare feet yep. on instagram and why are you laughing at me because i have a great tom story <laughs> to do with this campaign but you finish your point okay, okay. and then i'll do my story um so it was posting bare feet on instagram and um the hashtag was something like no shoes for someone else i can't remember the hashtag specifically yep but it was posting the image and then for every image that was posted toms would donate a pair of shoes to someone else nice. so it was no at no cost to yourself um it was just posting an image of your feet on instagram i mean they're making millions right with the selling feet pics <laughs> i mean <laughs> in this current climate they yeah. couldn't do that campaign but Guys, spoilers <laughs> that's that's my story really go yeah. on so uh, Obviously, during the campaign, yeah. getting people to post photos of their bare feet and in return, they would do a, a great deed. Yeah. Um, obviously, loads of people out there with uh, foot fetishes. You yeah. know, our main man, Tarantino, is a, one, of the, one of the big dogs in yeah, the foot yeah, fetish yeah. world. And I worked with a guy and we always thought he was a little bit odd. Um, not odd, but like he was, he was like a, he was a nice guy, but there's just something about him. Just a little, a little something about him we were never sure on. Anyway, 
fast forward one day i'm with my uh now wife back then just girlfriend we're at her brother's flat in sheffield yeah um went there for a night out met up with a bunch of our like mates and stuff and there was one girl who was with us and she was like uh, oh do you know this guy I was like, yeah, I know that guy. She's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, he works for Tom's. I was like, he doesn't work for Tom's. He works, <laughs> he works with me at a cinema. No, he works for Tom's. No, he definitely doesn't work for Tom's. Oh, right, because he's been messaging me and apparently he's messaged loads of people. Uh, he's, he's going around doing a big push rather than you sending a photo and showing it on Instagram. He's just getting the photos for, for you. So, no you know, you just send, it, send, him, send him some photos of your feet or maybe he comes around and takes a couple of photos. Yeah. And Tom's will do their thing. He was just fully capitalising on it. you got to respect that entrepreneurial spirit, right? Is that, yeah. the, is that the moral of this story? The moral of the story is, I guess, just... Uh, Maybe, yeah, I don't know, creep, creep check your marketing campaigns. I don't yeah. know how you could do that. It, you know, obviously the thing the thing Tom's were doing was still fantastic, yeah. still brilliant. But it was just this like crazy, like... People are going to capitalise on yeah. it. Yeah, just, it was just mad, just absolutely yeah. mad. So speaking of good marketing campaigns, Tom's obviously has great values as a company. Creeps excluded. <laughs> yeah. There are two campaigns that I looked into when um, we spoke about this podcast topic. And the first one is... Is a Dove campaign that was run in 2015. Yeah, usually a pretty good company. Yeah, and they're very for women's self-care and loving your own body. Um, And there was an ad which basically came across racist, and we'll show it. Started off with a black woman, um, and then she takes a top off, and it reveals a white woman underneath. And it's basically showing the woman used Dove, and this is the before and after. Right. And it's kind of, there's no, like, use the same person. Why is there need to? And it came up, there was so much backlash from the the, the ad. And it's from a company that's very ethical and very, um, their their values are at the core of everything that they do. And currently they they still do it, that, and they're a great brand. But this ad had such backlash for all of their audience. It was crazy. It it is a big misstep. Yeah. I I feel like it's just ill-judged. I don't think it came from a bad place, right? Because I I think that where you said it's the effect of having Dove, I think that's what's been inferred by it. I don't think that's the campaign message, right? It can't be, can it? It, It's, it's, (laughs) uh, you know, who who in that meeting would have pitched that, you know, that, 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 that perceived meaning. Yeah. And everyone had gone... Yeah. yeah, I think this is great. It, it's, yeah. it's got to have been a stupid, stupid, like, miss. Yeah. yeah. It has to be. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And the second poor campaign was from VW. Yeah. But yeah, from 2009 to 2015, um, for their diesel cars, they ran the ads as clean diesel. Yeah. And that their cars were great for the environment and they, yeah. they, they were better than all of the diesels because obviously diesels aren't great for the environment it's terrible terrible for the environment but what's great that's come out of it is you now get plagued with ads which are like have you been sold a diesel car from 2009 onwards yeah if you don't know the campaigns basically made out these cars were clean diesels but they were running they were misrunning tests basically they created a tool that kind of skipped over a few things on their cars which made out they were amazing for the planet and it was actually 40% higher than industry like standards, yeah. which basically means they were terrible for the environment. Yeah. And VW is a reputable brand. They, they create great cars. But this created such a backlash for the, for the company, especially because they're not ethically promoting this car. Yeah. And it's also not ethical 
directly right for the environment it's going against all of their morals and all of their values yeah so like with with that with all the ones that we've spoken about it's like i think there's just there has to be this like sliding scale case by case yeah point yeah, yeah. where which you or other other companies other yeah. other creatives anyone that's trying to work with these companies makes yeah per project case yeah because i don't think you can just do like a blanket like would we or would we not work with them is yeah. this a bad or is yeah, this a good company yeah. based on these like maybe it's a marketing misstep i think the dove one has to be a marketing yeah. misstep yeah the other one feels like it's a intentional marketing misstep which is yeah. worse obviously that they're purposefully like you say cocking up these tests yeah. and stuff yeah just because like we could we could take the ethics even further and say just every car company yeah every car yeah. company is unethical in the sense that it's contributing climate. to yeah. climate yeah. change just mean obviously yeah. the, the the better version of that is bikes but then let's look at how these bikes are made yeah what's yeah. the ethical sourcing like chain yeah. to get all yeah. these uh, parts yeah. to yeah. make the bikes yeah i think everything just goes goes and go, goes on and goes on and goes on and that doesn't mean because it becomes this horrible cynical nihilist yeah. like point of view you don't do anything still do something yeah but i think you have to look at everything from like a, a proper like individual project case point of view yeah there's a, a local creative called Mayor Perkins who does lots of animation for like yeah. Uh, yeah, fight climate change and stuff. And I can't remember what her, I can't remember, and I don't know if she's listening, but I can't remember the exact thing that she does, but she basically only works with certain companies that are ethical. Yeah. And when I read that, I thought, this is great. This is really good. Because it wasn't, it didn't feel like a huge blanket thing. Because obviously, like I say, when you drill down into everything, yeah. Yeah, yeah. certain companies will yeah. have, you know, little like missteps or they, they fuck up something. So they, they then become, might become unethical in your eyes. I can't remember what it was, but she had this thing. Check it out. Mayor Perkins, she does animation. Yeah. She's a competitor, but check her out. We, we, we had a client similar and moved moved a lot of uh, hosting and and development stuff to someone yeah. who they're they're very green but they also promote a lot of female entrepreneurships and, and business women yeah. which yeah. which is great i love that stuff i think i also think you can change your mind as you discover more things like i mentioned cigarettes being a big you know tentpole advertising marketing thing at one point then it turned out it just kills everyone so people on against that. Interestingly, alcohol isn't isn't as banned or anything like that because that ruins just as many lives um, in a in a different way. But people still best sort of the tent pole in a lot of marketing advertising agencies like in their goals, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. Well, we yeah we I mean we spoke loads about Brewdog earlier, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like that's what I mean. That's why I think like it's just such a. Um, unfortunately, I don't think we're going to solve ethics in this yeah. broadcast. Oh, sorry for anyone listening who thought we were going to solve. Yeah, any ethical we problems. should have probably said that at the start. We'll, we'll flag we, it. We, we're we'll optimistic. Flag it. Yeah, exactly. It's such a huge grey area, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like it was it the comedian Mark Watson who um, I think he would like. I think he slagged off loads of people who were like promoting certain things. He said that it was unethical, and then he was like the face behind. Was it Bulmer's cider or something? Strongbow, like I think. Was it Strongbow? Yeah, okay, it was yeah. a, a cider, wasn't it? Yeah. And it's just like, you know, yeah, like, what what do you do? Like, is that is it unethical to then, yeah. you know, promote that? I think if we got if we got targeted by Guinness, you're drinking Guinness right now, we'd love to do a Guinness advert. Yeah. I love Guinness. Yeah. But e even just free Guinness, even I'd, just free I'd be Guinness. happy with. Yeah. Even it, maybe we just go out and buy pay, Guinness. Pay us in Guinness. But if somebody, you know, if Guinness uh, approached us to do an advert, yeah. then we'd do it. But 100%. I see the ethical dilemma in that with yeah. uh, alcohol ruins lives. Yeah, alcohol yeah. ruins families. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, it's a massive drain on the NHS. 
but I see that, you know, there are these, like, like we keep saying, these grey areas and these things that you have to... It's like we had a conversation um, with another business director recently and they're doing some work for a company that are using medicinal cannabis and they're, they're legalising certain parts of it. But it's also the ethical standpoint of that. Like, there's so many, so much research done into how cannabis can help cancer patients and other, other patients overcome certain health issues. But at the same time, it's got such a negative connotation for so many people. Yeah. Is it ethical for you to market that? It is, that's like Drew, you said, yeah. the sliding scale of good and bad. Yeah, it's the good place thing, isn't it? It's yeah. the good place thing where there are, unfortunately, in this massive, like, globalised world economy yeah. that we live in, yeah. every, every single thing you do has yeah. a negative impact. Yeah. And every positive thing you do may also, unfortunately, have a negative yeah. impact involved within it. Yeah. And that's not to say to not do good, constantly do good and try and make good ethical choices yeah. on who you work with, yeah. on the projects or the campaigns that you undertake. If there was this like supercomputer or whatever they have to calculate everything within the good place, yeah. it will find all of these negative things in. Like, yeah. oh, you've you've made, you know, you've just donated uh, a million pounds to charity, but you did it on an iPhone. And unfortunately, yeah. Apple yeah. was found to use child labor and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, those yeah, kinds yeah. of examples. So I think, yeah, it is this like, if anyone hasn't seen A Good Place, A Good Place is a great show for ethics. To, to it hear, is, hear yeah, about it ethics. Is. And um, the, the creator, Michael Schur, has written a book called, I think it's perfect. Right. But it's about like the philosophical things you have to weigh up to live a perfect life i think yeah. that's the title of it and uh yeah i think that's probably a good place to wrap it up so i think it's been a messy broadcast in the sense that we've spoken a lot about ethics but everything feels kind of like vague and gray but i think that just is ethics yeah, is, i don't yeah. think yeah. there's a way we can neatly tie up this conversation or we can you know succinctly yeah deliver on some kind of uh yeah overall thought no. that you could apply to every single ethical situation every single ethical marketing situation i might say yeah so yeah i think so shared some fun. good tips yeah some good examples it's an important topic it should probably be introduced into your qualifying criteria on who to work with and learn and grow and do good yeah so uh on that note mackie's on me oh, that's, that's, that's binding <laughs>